It is a special day. It is a day that I've been thinking about for a few weeks. It's a day that I've been simultaneously dreading for two because the Eagles got a new receiver, which every team loves when their team drafts a receiver in the first round. But I kind of publicly bashed the pick, and now I have to face the music. David Ingber is with me. We landed Jalen Rager, and I'm curious when you got the text that this was going to happen, I was just curious what your reaction was. Well, my text was all in your text. I just texted you all caps, Rager, which was literally my only reaction. I was like, let's just get this guy on the pod and let's go. I want to hear from him. I want to hear his like mentality. That and like, if you watch my quote Rager rant, and really it wasn't about Rager, it was about the Eagles and like not moving up and all that stuff. It was an emotional night, man. It's the first round of the draft. But exactly. So I have this thing that I call white walkering taken after Game of Thrones, where like sometimes I get this thing where like my eyes glaze over and words are coming out. Mm -hmm. But if you rewatch that clip, right towards the end, my eyes kind of flicker and I go, he could be great. Because I realized, you have to understand that one of the, the, the most prevailing images of my childhood as a Philadelphia fan was the Donovan McNabb draft. Mm-hmm. And there, the picture of the, the dude in the Trotter jersey uh, with the spikes, he was like the trash guy with his face painted, and they're all booing the pick. And so much of Donovan's career afterwards got defined by they booed me when I got drafted and here there were no fans and my greatest fear to be honest Amber, was like did I just do the proverbial booing of the draft pick to set Rager off and 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 that that was really my fear like it happened to me instantly where I was like did I just become the thing that I loathed for all those years no, I think it's good. I mean, I think like you look at guys like Chris Stapps, Porzingis, who got like booed so hard at the draft and was like instantly awesome. Obviously had an injury, but like certain guys, Tom Brady being the prime example, like he didn't even hear any boos because no one even like well, sixth round, 199th pick, like what are you talking about? And Jalen Rager is that interesting situation of he actually got picked early. He didn't fall like Lamar Jackson or like Aaron Rodgers. He actually was picked earlier than people expected, but he still has that chip on his shoulder because now everyone's saying like, oh, we should have got this guy. We should have got Jefferson. We should have got this guy or that guy. Now Jalen Rager saying like, hey, I'll prove to you that I'm a first round pick. I'll prove to you that I was the badass pick that everyone you know should have thought I was. So I, I was conflicted. I was nervous. But as you will hear almost instantaneously, you begin to realize that this is not something that's going to impact Jalen Rager. You realize the day after the pick, Ingber, I got texts from three different people, uh, two people that have worked with him, another person that knows like through like the, all, the organization at TCU and all that. And they all said, dude, you need to know that you're going to love this kid. And so I, I, w- I was kind of expecting it, but as you're about to hear – he just, you instantly fall in love with him. Like we got done the interview and you were like, I love that kid. It totally, uh, yeah, I, it, it's one of those guys he sat down. We had this experience a couple of times in Miami when we got some of the young guys. Like you sit down, like Alan Lazard sat down. We were like, oh, I just want to root for this guy for the rest of my life. Yes. Had that feeling about Jalen Rager instantly. 
And I think people don't know that about, you know, people have occasional brushes with athletes where, you know, if you say like, oh man, I, I hate this guy. I hate Russell Wilson. And then you see him in person. You're like, oh my God, it's Russell Wilson. I just want to like high five you and get an autograph or whatever. You actually sit down with them to discuss things with them. It's so hard to like have any sort of animosity at all because these guys are the best in the world at what they do. And when they're actually cool people, it's just, uh, it's a 10 out of 10. The way that I'll sum up what you're about to hear is imagine if you took Jonathan Abram, put him on offense and (laughs) said, instead of talking shit, you let people talk shit and you eat it and then you spit it in their face. That's what Jalen Rager is. I had an amazing time with him. And here's my conversation with the new first round pick and the Philadelphia Eagles. Look who it is. What up? How you doing, King? I'm good, man. How are you? I guess we have to talk about some stuff, huh? Hey, we can talk about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> well, whatever, awesome. whatever you got in mind. Man, I get the first, you know where we have to start. Um, I kind of went off, man. I didn't mean to. It just, there was so much emotion, bro. Like, I, I'm not going to apologize to you yet, but it just, man, it, it kind of came out of me, dude. Hey, you know, everybody, you know, look. I always tell people, you know, like I never hold grudges. So whatever, whatever you got to say, whatever you want to talk about, I mean, I don't take it personal. Listen, you need to know one thing. You see the color hat on you guys? That's an Eagles hat, right? That's right. what you're rocking right now. Once the colors are on, dude, I'm the biggest fan in the history of the world. <laughs> I just think at the time it happened. Cause I, look, I you probably looked at mocks too, and you were like, "Oh, I could see this team, whatever." And you get used to seeing something when it doesn't happen. My brain exploded, and I'm sorry that you had to see it. <laughs> the thing is, I did somebody, somebody, you know, showed me. I didn't really because if you if you look at my social media, like even my Twitter, I don't have that many tweets. Like I don't really, you know, right. So it's like uh, somebody showed it to me, and I was just like, "Wow." Okay, that's just another, I guess it's just another person I have to, you know, show, but I mean. Tell, when you saw that, I, tell me the truth. Yeah. It's like, you can say shit, all that stuff. When you saw that, were you like, did you, were you like, I'm going to kick his ass? Nah, honestly, I, I really laughed. Like, <laughs> I was like, like literally how you just laughed. I was like, oh, it is what it is. Because okay, okay, honestly, good. my social media was just people were like, it was just so up and down. People were happy. People were mad. People were like in the middle. So I was like. Yeah. Well, I, what's so cool, man, is uh, I, I look back and I, I read all about you and I see like quotes from your coaches where they say like, you're the hardest working guy ever. And then I seen really, it's interesting, almost at every level, there's this period where you get doubted. And thus far through your life, you've shoved it in everybody's face. So I'm curious, like, it's probably not even shocking anymore. At this point, you're like, here we go again. Yeah, that's how I'm telling you. That's how, like, from from high school, you know, I was doubted. I was a four-star. See, people like, oh, he isn't that, he isn't this. Okay, I went to college, showed him, like, you know, I am that. And then in college, people were like, no, nah, he's not this, he's not that. Well, I got to college. Whatever circumstances I had, I made it worthwhile. And, uh, Showed him again, and then everybody was like, "Yeah, he's a he's a second round, third round at best. He's, you know." And I was like, "You know, I bet on myself." And people were like, "Man, you should have stayed. You know, at school, you, you, you know, you, it wasn't a good year." I was like, "Everything happened for a reason." And uh, 
Mm. I was 21st overall pick in the first round, so I don't have nothing to explain to nobody. It's funny because some people, they, they get taken the first round and the ego gets so big because they think that they've made it. But with you, you're a first rounder, but you were hit, and in, including myself, with all this shit where it was like all of the, all of the ego was kind of taken away. You, so it's in a weird way, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I don't really – that's never been me. Like, I mean, mm. I, I earned, you know, I earned this. And – how I look at it, you know, like Steve Smith said, you can say I'm not I'm not big enough, I'm not fast enough, I'm not who you wanted, but at the end of the day, I'm the one who wear this jersey. So um it's really not like you know, I, I kinda learned from my dad too. I don't really listen to a lot of what people say. People have right. people entitled to their own opinions. They you have the right to say whatever you want to say, but like I said, half of that stuff I don't even look at. I'm a positive person, so that's just what it has like, to be. Like, I could tell you're getting annoyed at being known as a fast guy. Like, I'm reading these interviews, and I keep seeing – you're very adamant that you're not a one – that you're versatile. You don't just do one thing. Like, right. I could tell that's annoying you. Right. It's just – I mean, it's not I, – I, okay, that's a good word, but I wouldn't say just, like, annoying. Because it's like, okay, I am fast, but, I mean, I can do – I can do everything. Like – Let's talk right. about something other than this, just me being fast because, you know, I can – like I said, if you turn on the film, you see, like, it's, it's really nothing I can't do. So – Totally. All right. So um, the thing that I think is so dope is your dad played for three teams. He had a long career. It was like a second-round pick. Denver goes to Indy, wins the Super Bowl, right. and then goes to the Eagles – and so you saw him kind of go through all these teams. So you already know the business side of it. But to be rocking the same jersey that he rocked, has that settled in yet? Uh, yeah, it has. Uh, I would say like the first week, you know, that week, really those couple of days after the draft, I was like, that's crazy. Like he ended his career with Philly and then I'm starting my career mm. with Philly. So it was like, you know, it was just like a, you know, it, it seemed like a real dream because you, you, you know, you dream about these things. You're like, yeah, I want to play for the same team my dad played for. And then seeing like, you know, like you said, seeing mocks, you never know what team you're going to go to. So it was just like when I when you know, when I found that I was going to Philly, it was like, that's crazy. What did he tell you about Philly? How did he prepare you? Um, I kind of already knew, like, you know, Philly's very, like, they're hard-nosed. They're hard-nosed fans. Like, they love – I mean – I don't blame them. It's, you know, why wouldn't you love football? Why wouldn't you be passionate? And that's why I didn't take Dude, you need to understand that I'm listening to you talking and you align so well with Philly yeah. because this is how Philly operates. Right. Who is the best Philly basketball player of all time? And I'm not including Dr. J. Will, Allen Iverson. Right. Okay. Football, like Darren Sproles, Brian Westbrook, like Brian Dawkins, like hard nose, down me all you want, like Deshaun Jackson. That's right. And you you align with that go fuck yourself mentality so well. Like all, all that matters to Philly is that every day you go out hard nosed and like I could tell that's that's like ingrained in your DNA already. Right. Yeah. That's I mean, like I said, people you see the athletes that the negativity gets to because how they, you know, talk about it on social media. I mean, like, you know, even when you, when you put the picture up, when uh, you was like with the Jersey on, I was just like, you know, ha ha. Like, 
it was it was still like yeah. it was like all right like if that you know you gonna have to get used to seeing me in that and then it's like you know no matter what people say you know what they think I'm gonna do or they be like you know people bunch of people was like yeah, you gonna be a bust you gonna be just like Nelson Aguilar and I'm like you know I was kind of feeling Nelson I'm like you know you don't understand how much work that guy put in like okay maybe he they have some ups and downs but at the end of the day like. You you realize this is a young man's dream. Like I'm not really worried about what somebody has to say to it, especially if you've never done it. Like so, it's just so I could tell. I could tell. Like if your first game, you took a punt to the house, and I was on the sideline. You are totally a dude that would take the ball, point it at my face, throw it, and say, "What were you saying?" I, I could I could I see probably, that. Hey, honestly, you know what? I probably just come shake. I probably come shake your hand and just walk off. Be or, real yeah, yeah. respectful. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I'm the most subtle. Like, I'm not going to try to outdo you, but you're going to know. You're going to feel my – you're going to be like, yeah, like, all right, all right. <laughs> like, because I'm not going to – like I said, bro, I don't hold grudges. Like, I don't seek out to – like, yeah. you know, somebody talk trash to me. You know, if you can ask anybody that's playing me in college, high school, if you ever talk trash to me in the game, I'll probably just look at you and laugh. I've never just went – I don't do that. That's not like mm. because it's it's something that I don't do. Like no matter who it is, whatever what corner it is, I don't like that doesn't phase yeah. me because you know people say, oh, you haven't you haven't faced anyone that's gonna talk trash to you. Like like I mean, bro, talk is talk. Like if I cut you open and you cut me right. open, we both gonna bleed red. So I'm not worried about anything you gotta say. The only people that ever really get credited with talking a lot of trash are like the super elite guys like in basketball we hear all the time about gary payton larry bird they right. were like the upper they're hall of fame players right but in the nfl you know what i hear all the time from corners man i hate facing julio jones because he doesn't say anything he just kills you exactly man i hate facing Cal it's all the quiet ones that people hate the most yeah because because it's scary yeah because you never know if you get into them or if you if you like it's just i feel like it makes no sense because if I'm sitting here talking trash to you, telling you what I'm going to do, what I'm about to do, I'm not worried about – honestly, I'm really not worried about what I'm supposed to be doing for my team. Like, so if I'm sitting here going back and forth to you, this. yeah, like, I'm not All worried right. about you. So I'm willing to put uh, – I'm willing to put my body where my mouth – where my idiot mouth was. Uh, so I looked it up in terms of offensive rookie of the year. And look, you know what? Let me build you up really quick because I did a little deep dive. Okay, this is Jalen Rager. He goes out there and he cranks out like 600 push-ups a day. He can squat like 600 pounds. He set like the nation mark in high school for long jump. One game his quarterback goes down and they're fighting for a bold berth and he puts the team on his back. He's taking snaps at wide receiver, running back, quarterback, and returning punts, and he beats Baylor when they're good and they get to a bowl game and he's a first-round pick so let me hype you up a little bit because i i one i'm still an eagles fan until you deserved it I'm, I'm glad that you're clapping but with all that in mind you are definitely somebody in a high-powered eagles offense that just needed speed that could be up for rookie of the year and right now you are ranked 15th in terms of the vegas odds the odds of you winning are 28 to 1 you have the exact same odds as justin jefferson which i think is just Beautiful poetry right there. If you win Offensive Rookie of the Year, I do not have a tattoo. I will get something Rager on my body. 
if you were an offensive rookie. Oh, your forehead. That's my promise to you. I'm not going to get it on my forehead. <laughs> no, hey, bro, you look, bro. I'm telling you, I don't – this is what I want from you. I don't want you to get no tattoo. I want you to be you. I don't want you to do anything and, you know. Oh, yeah, but that is me. <laughs> okay, hey, if you decide to get the tattoo, all I want you to do is, you know, get on your show, get on Twitter, and just get, just just give me the handshake emoji and just tag me. That's all I want you to do. That's all, bet, that's bet, all bet. I want you to do. Um, um, some of the things I said before, by the way, uh, I don't want to just take answers from you and put on the internet because a lot of interviews are like that. I want to give you some things right. uh, that I think could blow up. So I call them Lefko PR, just ideas that we get the whole world realizing how amazing you're about to be. Number one. How many push-ups are you really doing a day? I brought that up earlier. Still still about the same. 700 to 800 push-ups a day. Not just like at a time. You just like, you know, 100 here, 100 there, 100 there. Get, you know, get how you live. And then I run every day, so. So I saw you did like an IG Live yesterday where you're like running up a hill. Yeah. Um, so for, first thing, first left go PR. If you do a video, put the camera right near the floor and you come down and you're just making eye contact with it the entire time. And you go like, let's say an Instagram video is like 60 seconds and you do it the whole time and not break eye contact. I think if, if you, if you put that out and you want to write like to all the haters I'm coming for or like NFL, I'm coming <laughs> for you, but you never break eye contact, that video will explode. That's my first idea. Okay. Thoughts. I keep Thoughts. I keep that in the bank. I keep that in the bank. Okay. Number two, I know you grew up like thirty miles from Dallas, which is pretty incredible. In the history of the Eagles, the most beloved players and coaches were the players that did big things against Dallas, like. 1980, Wilbur Montgomery ran for a touchdown, the NFC Championship game, and no one ever forgot it. Or coaches that were like, I don't like Dallas, a.k.a. Buddy Ryan, who said, I hate Dallas. I don't know if it's cool with you, but if you came out right away and said something to the effect of, now that I'm wearing Eagles green, I hate the Dallas Cowboys, one, that will explode, and two, the city will love you instantly. That's just a suggestion for me to you. Uh, okay, like I told you earlier, the media, ah, I'm going to have to think on that because I ain't really with this. But but look, though. Okay, okay. But look, but look, I will do it in a slick way. Like, you know, I might be around some of my friends that have, a you know, any some cowboy tire on. Like, we, you know, I, you, hey, I'm not, <laughs> you never know. This is great. This is great. This is great. No, this is interesting. <laughs> come out of the house and you get someone to like sneakily record it the entire time. So it looks real. I love this. Hey. Okay. Okay. That's number two. We're on to something. Number three, you set the record in the country for the longest long jump when you were in high school. Right. Like how, how, what'd you say? Jalen, how, how, how long was the longest one? Uh, twenty six five. Is that still the record? Yeah, I don't think. Well, the 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 longest like ever is uh, Marquise Goodwin, my teammate, twenty sixteen. Oh wow! 
Wait, so the long jump, is that is that like a broad jump or how or do you run up? Nah, like you, what's you, a long jump? You run, you run like okay, so it's the it's the pit at the end and then you have like a line of track. Yeah. You run down and you hit the board. Because you know it's triple jump, then there's long jump. Triple jump is the one, two, right, and then jump. And then a the long jump is just you run, you know, and then it's the it's the actual jump board and you just jump off of it and Okay. Here is my third way of you going viral uh, and, and left go PR taking over the world. Find something that's like 25 feet. There's a video online of a kid jumping across the street that always goes viral. Uh, I don't want you jumping across like a pool because you might hurt yourself. But I'm thinking also if out of nowhere I just see a street and then I just see you and then slow-mo jumping over and then – Ble- Come on, Bleach Report's going to post that and be like, Rager has hops, eyeball yeah. <laughs> emoji, take over. Okay. What do we think? Hey, I, I'm telling you, I'm right on board with you. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's so maybe not, maybe not coming out of the Dallas, but I like the way that your brain works, that we take it another way. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, your dad playing for as long as he did, did you, get to, did you get to experience it at all as a kid? Were you old enough? Um, I was old enough to know what he was doing, but I didn't really understand what he was doing. Like I knew he was playing football, but I didn't know like, you know, but I saw all of it though. I saw like, you know, I saw the Super Bowl. I saw, you know, him changing teams. So I, mm-hmm. I kind of knew, you know, I knew he was, he was doing something. Yeah. And it's so interesting because I've said for a long time, defensive linemen are the most underrated athletes in sports. Right. It's the only time where you get like 300 pound dudes that can run a sub 540. Yeah. Like they're just, some of them are like Fletcher Cox is a terrorizing human being. Like, yeah. like no one's getting in front of Aaron Donald and uh, why receivers are known as kind of like the divas. Yeah. How much defensive lineman personality do you have in you though? I'm, I have a defense. I have a defensive mindset anyway, so it's like, mm. I mean, that was the one thing that no, that coaches told me that I didn't have that trait. Like I'm not a diva, so um, I feel like that's just a testament to just me being like how I built how I am though. Like I'm not, I don't cry, I don't whine, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. You know, I'm tough. So I mean, I'm not really. I don't know. I I'm oh. just gonna show people that I'm not a diva, like. <laughs> Totally. Look, like everything from your college experience, you had maybe the most right to be upset. I'm not talking about any quarterbacks as being bad. We can just use the word inexperienced because in college, if you have an inexperienced quarterback, it's just not going to work. Right. And you went through like five or six different quarterbacks. It's like you have the right to, but I feel like you take pride in not complaining. I do. Because that, that, that makes me, I feel like that if, if I did complain, then that, you know, that puts a bad taste in everybody's mouth. You're like, okay, well, what happens when you get to the league, say, if you have a quarterback change? Are you going to complain and whine and go to the media and do – or are you just going to take it for what it is and put your – you know, put your nose on the keyboard? I mean, I don't look like – why would you complain? Because mm-hmm. at one point in time, I was an inexperienced receiver. So I know what it's like to be young, inexperienced. I'm not going to sit here and complain and cry and blame. And you know, I'm not worried about it though. I got Carson, I, just, I got Carson Wentz, bro. I ain't I ain't tripping. Okay, have Carson. Huh? What do you what do you think of Carson just as being like that's my new quarterback? 
like I t- like I told the other people on the interview, is Carson Wentz. <laughs> I like what's like his his name is like he is what he is. So it's like yeah, it's not too you know. I, I don't. You don't understand how refreshing it is for Eagles fans to hear a wide receiver that doesn't want to complain and loves Carson Wentz. Oh, it's yeah. just it's been a long two years, so that's like really refreshing to hear that. Um, um, also like I, I was reading all these like scouts guides and every time I read something, the coaching staff was saying you're one of the hardest workers on the team. Man, it's um, going to be fun. You, where, where do you think that comes from? Where, where, why do you want to wake up early and, and do like, wh- where does that fire come from? It's just, you know, like, you know, I'm, I'm motivated. I'm motivated by the fear of being average. You know, I tweeted that the other day, like, so, I mean, it's easy to be an average receiver to, you know, go in the league and, you know, just be a guy that's around, you know, first round pick. Oh yeah. He, he's good every now, but you know, it's not even the fact of like me getting up early. It's just like, you know, I, I love working hard because mm. I feel like, I feel like, you know, everything feels so much better when you work hard for it. It's like getting drafted. I worked hard for this. Like, yeah, you know, and it was just like, I don't feel like I made it. Like I, I still, you know, I, I got drafted, but I'm not in the league. I haven't done anything in the league, and then it makes me want to work because you got to take it up a notch now. Because it's like, well, now you, you're in the realm of like all these professional athletes, and everybody's like, right? Everybody's good. Everybody's like, everybody's getting paid everybody. millions of dollars to do this. Yeah. So it's like, you got to get it done. It's so. I've said this a lot. The scariest day for me is the day after I'm celebrated for something. Because usually people celebrate, you just got a new job, or you just got a new show, or in your case, you just got a new contract. But that next day you wake up and you go, I'm starting from the beginning again. Yeah. And and you have to love that. Yeah, that's and that's what made me because the, the morning after, it was only two things I went and did. I woke up. I was up at 8 a.m. After my 8 a.m. meeting with the Eagles media, I went and ran. I went and worked out. I came home. I took like an hour of downtime, and I went to the dealership. Got me a whip. (laughs) And then after that, you know, I kicked it with a few of my homeboys, and then I was at the crib. Like, I was literally like – I was like, man, I I just got drafted, but I got to start over. Mm. So – it was just like you got to start. You know, you you back at square one. What was the whip? What did we go with? Oh, I went with a twenty twenty AMG GT fifty three. Was this a car that you had your eyes on for a really long time? Oh and yeah. You knew, like, did you already call the dealership and be like, "I'll see you the day after the draft"? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I had already, you know, looked, showed my pops a few cars, and uh, I feel like this the this the right car for now. Okay. Why? What does it say about you? Um, it's very luxurious, but it's an AMG. So she can roll too. So <laughs> all right. I, I also watched a few other interviews where um you have about do, do you think it's still about 230 pairs of kicks? Oh yeah. Right now I got like I got like maybe 10 here. And I think. All right, are you are you a Jordan? Or nah. Are you a three strike. easy three strike three strike life? Are you sponsored Adidas athlete? Yeah, I'm signed by Adidas. 
now as a collector of shoes, like I have a friend that's a sneaker designer and yeah. everyone always wants to see his closet. And he goes, I'm being paid by a company. I can't show you all the ones that like, you're not getting paid, but like, what are you going to do? Cause I'm sure you have some great non Adidas shoes. Are they just out of the rotation right now? No, nah, man, I'm a big giver. So I, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I got a lot of homeboys who wear the same size. Um, I got a lot of family members who wear the same size. So birthdays nice. come up, uh, you know, or I just feel like, you know, hey, you, you like these? Hey, you're like, it's not really, you know, that's you? material. So it's not really something I can't replace. Mm-hmm. That's replaceable. And then now I'm signed to Adidas. So I don't have a problem having shoes. <laughs> All I got to do is no just be like, hey, I need these, these, and these. What was your what was your grail growing up? Mine was the the Jordan Four, just um, the mix of the concrete, and I love the triangle. But what was mine yours? was the uh, growing up? It was the Jordan One. Mm. And then to see to see him play on it on yeah. the last dance, what? Yeah, and his feet were bleeding. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I heard that uh, your dad. Is a not only is a big fan of you, he can get vocal a little bit on Twitter. And I'm curious if we've had a talk with Pops about tweeting during games or if if we've given him free loose. Man, I let I let him do whatever he, he wanna do, say whatever he wanna say. Uh that he a nine year NFL veteran. You're right. He can say whatever he wants. Super Bowl champion. Dude, how many times do people say you're an old soul? All the time. Yeah, you shit, man. All the time. Just because I, that's just how old do you feel? I like how people, old are you? Like in your head? I tell people all the time, man. I feel like I've been here before. I feel like I'm like 35. Hmm. Yeah, you have that energy. Yeah, I feel. I mean, I tell people all the time. It's like people look at me. Like, man, how old are you? Like, I'm 21. They be like, 21. I be like, yeah, I just turned 21 in January. So. I have a theory. Um, I know your grandmom meant a lot to you. Is she, did she pass or is she still with us? Nah, she's still with us. Amazing. I know that's a huge reason why yeah. you're at TCU. Right. Um, and that's my theory is that you spent so much time around her and all that wisdom kind of rubbed off. And I'm curious if you can kind of share, like, what kind of a person your grandmom is? Because I can Man. tell she has a huge impact on you. Um, well, like, for example, the giving part, bro. That, that's where I get it from, bro. Like, it's like, my grandma is a is a giving person. Like she she look out for everybody. She makes sure everybody's good, you know. And she always told me, you know, you do you know you you do the right thing, you know, right good things that happen to you. And uh, she always just you know always instilled in doing the right thing and making sure I take care of my responsibilities and stay out of trouble. Like she's always told me, you can't do what everybody else do. And uh, like now, bro, you got to walk light. You know, I'm. It's, I'm a, I got a big target, an even bigger target now because, come on, bro, I went from being Jalen, you know, Jalen Rager to Jalen Rager. So it's like, you know, overnight. Yeah. So it's like you got to make sure you do you do things the right way. Um, you can still shout at something. You can still have fun, but you just got to make sure you're aware of your surroundings and, uh, you know, know who's, you know, keep those close who mean the most to you. I mean, she gave you all the gems. Yeah, you got I me. Mean, that's that's I'm telling you. That's why. I, that's who. That's whose house I'm at right now. So really, yeah, I love that. I mean, and with 
is she just like over the moon? Like the fact that man. she gets to watch you on Sundays? See, man, it's crazy. Like, so my, my family is like, they're real calm. Like, so, cause they think like my dad, you know, I'm literally walking in the same footsteps as my dad. So it's like, they seen it. Sure. And then now it's just like, we told, like, they just like, you know, you keep, keep doing what you're doing. Like we told you, if you just handle your business, you're going to, you know, you're going to manifest in it. And it's crazy. Like my grandma be like, I told you, you just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. It's when you start seeing, when you start reaping what you sow is when you go even further into it, which is awesome. Yeah. That's happening now. What lessons you got taught by John Kitna for two years in high school. You got coached by him. Yeah. That's my head coach. I mean, he's an NFL coach now. He's working with like Dak, I think, in the Cowboys. What kind of a master class was that to get in high school from like a former NFL quarterback for two years? Um, man, he could tell you like I'm, I'm a sponge. So I soak like everything. Like I'm not the. It's crazy because people look at me like, bro, you the star player. Like why you, why you, why you doing it so much extra? Like why you, why you work so hard? Why you, you know? I'm like, bro, like I understand that only that only gets. That only gets you like in, you know, in the door. Like you only get a chance mm. to athleticism is just like something you blessed with. But he could tell you from like day one, I was like, How can I learn? What else can I learn? Mm. Like I always wanted to be challenged. Like we would have we had this thing called performance course and uh we had like we had like fifty forties. And like I was doing them, I was running, I was beating people running backwards. Like I was like, bro, like this what y'all got us doing? Like, can we do something else? <laughs> so, like, we had some – We it was just being around him. He taught me how to be a pro, how to, um, you know, take notes, study film, and not watch film. Because um, I had a problem with, like, when I turned on the film, I just wanted to see the stuff I did in the game. Like, I wasn't, like, watching – I wasn't, like, watching, like, analyzing. I was just, like, I killed him. Like, you know, so uh, he grew me up yeah. fast. And then along with having my dad, like, it was just, like, you know, you had two – you know, two people that done it, and then it's like, then my receiving coach in high school was Demola Adeniji. He was an NFL receiver too. So um, then I was lucky enough to get to college, and then I had Coach Burns, and then this past year I had Coach Malcolm Kelly. So I've, I've been I've been able to I've been fortunate enough to you know come across some great coaches uh, and pick up some great knowledge. It's just also the fact that you're getting quarterback and D route and the you've had to step up a few times and play quarterback and then the defense where you're kind of looking at, you know, offensive splits and, and kind of taking in that mindset of what is the other team trying to do? I feel like you have a 360 view of the field right now. I do. Cause I know, you know, like we can play mad, like me and my dad and I can call the defense or call the offense. And he like, he like, you really going to run that against me? I'm like, <laughs> so it's, you know, I kind of, like I said, bro, I'm fortunate enough to have my dad and then, you know, the people that I've been able to encounter along, you know, this whole path. So, um, you know, I got a lot more knowledge than people think I do. Two questions uh, from two of my other Philly fan friends. Number one, have you seen any of the Rocky movies? Yeah, all of them. Thoughts? G-O-A-T. <laughs> ah, what about Creed? You like Creed too? Yeah, yeah, Creed, Creed. I seen, I seen both of those too. 
God, you just got me excited. Because you have to understand, man, you're at a different generation. Not everybody sees Rocky. And Rocky is like, you know, it's like woven in the fabric of the city. We got a freaking statue for a movie character. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, the other one is, do you think that you could catch, uh, like if there was a burning building and someone threw a child out, you think you could catch that child? Absolutely. Good. You know, because we did have that guy that went viral because he said, I caught it unlike Aguilar. So I just want to make sure that you can catch kids from buildings. Y'all are hilarious, bro. (laughs) We care a lot. Um, As as I kind of wrap it up, I'm just curious, how are you, how is your family kind of handling all this? And how has it been communicating and and with the team? How different has that been? Um. Uh, first, uh, me and my family, you know, we're, we're good. Everybody's doing well. We're taking it all in. Uh, they know, you know, I'm very busy. So I do, you know, I'm, I study a lot. I got my iPad over there. Uh, and with the coaches, man, it's just been, you know, we're getting it how we can. Uh, you know, Microsoft Teams, getting it in with Coach Harp, Coach Mo, Coach Mo, um, studying film, studying playbooks, learning, you know, concepts, the whole offense. Because, you know, I told them, like, I want to know everything. So, Cause I've always had to know everything. So uh, right. I'm not focusing on, you know, one position. I'm looking to come in and immediately be, you know, if, if not the guy, one of the guys. And, uh, you know, I've been talking to Carson, Zach, Deshaun, Alshon. I talk, you know, I'm just soaking it all up and, uh, I'm, I'm looking to link with, uh, Marquise. He's right down the road and he's subtle at his home right. anyway. So, uh, man, I got a lot of stuff at my disposal and, uh, uh, probably in, in a few weeks, I'll probably go go to Houston and uh, throw with Jalen. So, you know. That's awesome. I'm getting it how he, I can, bro. Dude, you are going to get some looks on the outside because with that double tight end set and Miles Sanders, the way they run that offense, I mean, by the end of the season, everybody was loading the box. Yeah. And I just think about you on the outside and you getting a look at a corner and being like, I can go that way, I can go that way, or I can just – like – I just feel like you're going to be put into some really awesome situations. I'm excited for them. Yeah, I'm excited as well, bro. It's Like I said, bro, it's going to be fun. And uh, I know the Eagles got, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy to think, you know, how many, how many weapons we have. Like, that's, that's it's really crazy. But it's like, you know, the best is yet to come. Um, my only other question was the notion of speed. And how you're at a four two two four two at the pro day, the four four seven at the combine. It's the most talked about thing regarding you. I'm sure you're like, we've moved on. I'm in the pros now, but everyone says about you, he has faster play speed. In your mind, why do you think you're faster when the pads are on, the lights are on? I tell you all the time because I'm a football player. Like I really, I really like. When I tell people this, like, I really do this. Like, this is what I do. Like, people don't understand. Like, this is not a game to me. Like, mm. this is, like, I play football. Like, this is my livelihood. Like, when people be like, oh, you this, you that, bro, you good. Like, people tell you, oh, you not. I'm like, bro, y'all don't understand. Like, any one of y'all that think y'all could, you know, possibly beat me or do what I do, like, this ain't, this not. This is not something that's on me. Like, this is in me. So, it's like, mm. I do this. So it's like I tell people all the time, I don't go back and forth. I don't argue. I just let, I'll let you, like, you You see it's on film. When I put the pads on, when I play, like, I'm the guy. So it's like you ain't, 
yeah, I tell people all the time, but don't worry. Don't worry awesome. about don't worry about four four this, four two this. Just let, let me play and I I'll make y'all happy. Oh damn, I'm getting fucking excited. The birds new first round pick, 21st overall, Jalen Rager. Got the hat on. Fly Eagles, fly Jalen. Now that we see the Eagles logo in full view. What is your message to the Philadelphia faithful? Hey, y'all got one hell of a player, um, and I'm ready to put on a show in the link. Let's get it. And uh, if you see me in the streets, I'll give you one punch. That's it. Hey, man, and then hey, when hey. you shove it in my face, <laughs> oh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. I just want the handshake, bro. We good. Hey, you know what? If you win Offensive Rookie of the Year, that's what I'm going to get. I'm going to get tattoos of a handshake. And that's what I'm going to get. You got to. Oh, there it is. There it is. Okay. All right. There it is. Jalen, you're the man. Good luck. Show, dude, you're the man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, bro. Just a joy. The kid is just a joy. Um, were you jealous at all that he is an eagle? Uh, I mean, I've always loved guys like that on the Patriots. I and know. you know what? If I'm in that rare situation where the Patriots might be rebuilding this year, so maybe he would be too good. Uh, I don't know. Um, no, he he seems like he's going to have an awesome rookie season. As you mentioned, 28 to 1 to win rookie of the year. If you're living yeah. in Philly, how do you not throw 10 bucks down on that? What do you think of me, uh, the handshake tattoo? And... Uh, I it was funny he gave me the out he was like you don't have to do that and then my idiot face was like no I'm doing it like I'm an idiot no I think you you stumbled upon the correct the correct tattoo because you don't want to just get like Jalen Rager across your arm that's (laughs) sort of strange you want it to be like something that's actually sentimental and means something to you so you could have a handshake emoji on there that's kind of like an interesting quirky tattoo to have regardless of this situation. So this is good. It would be like a nod to your experience meeting Jalen Rager for the first time. And I mean, like if he wins rookie of the year, like it's worth it. Like I I think that's up there. There's nothing better than being wrong in a good way about someone that you were going to root for anyway. Right? Like for when my Patriots fan friends are like, Oh, I don't believe in Jarrett Stidham. We got to get somebody else. I'm like, well, wouldn't it be awesome if you were super wrong and he was incredible? Absolutely. And that I'm just telling you right now that I'm my ultimate scenario is it's between him and like Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And they're both <laughs> having like incredible years and like Edwards Hilaire runs for like 300 yards in week 17 to where it's like Jalen Rager was offensive rookie of the year levels, but he didn't get the trophy. Like that's yeah. what I'm hoping for. Yeah. We do need more Clydes, by the way. All this like Clyde Drexler talk the last week. I'm like, let's get more Clydes in the world. That's, I did not even, because the kid has three names, I didn't even give enough credit to the fact that his first name is Clyde, which could be a jazz musician or a smooth athlete. Or a 1990s trailblazer baller. What did you think of my, my Lefko PRs? I think, I think the jumping over like a street, like just book it on BR Gridiron right now. Yep, I can already see that. It's going to be like uh, the emoji of like the, the leaving a cloud of dust, you know? And then yes. maybe like an eagle, like a flying eagle. Uh, yeah, I, I also, as you know, I'm like deep into push-ups 2020. So him doing 60 consecutive seconds 
of push-ups, that's really, really hard to do. 60 straight seconds. Like I can do like 35 or 40 seconds and you he's really doing, he's start doing to fall apart. He's doing 700 a day. <laughs> I heard him say that, man. That's crazy. How quickly would he have hit 20,000 by that measure? Oh my God. 700. I mean, 750 a day would get you there like around January 25th, 26th. So it's, it would take him about 29 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he could probably do. Yeah. For those who don't know, I'm trying to do, uh, I'm trying to do 20,000 pushups this year. So we were, where are you at quick update 8,600 through uh, May 5th or May 6th. Amazing. You're phenomenal. Jalen Rager's phenomenal. And a 33%, you are phenomenal. Hope you guys enjoyed the conversation with Jalen Rager, a little Kevin Clark earlier this week. We're going to have some news coming up soon, some some more simulations uh, that are brewing in David Ingber's mind. I don't want to give that away yet, as well as some more big interviews coming next week. Hit us up on social, as always, at The Lefko Show. Me, personally, at Adam Lefko or at David Ingber one and you can follow us and continue the conversation. For David Ingber. If you give a man a compliment on his outfit, he will remember it, I'm not kidding, for decades. A thousand percent. And that's why if you say that you like somebody's shirt, they will wear it out all the time and think of it as their good shirt. Just telling you, if you want to get on someone's good side, just be like, yeah, love that outfit, love that shirt. He will remember it for 20 plus years. I am the L-E-F-K-O-E, man. Get that good shirt. Put it on. Spruce up quarantine. We're living the good life. Love you guys. Peace.